0: Welcome to the Jacked on the Beanstalk podcast, hosted by the always smart-assed and brutally honest Shorky sisters. Ripping the vegan hippie meatheads of the world is Sam, two-time winning fitness champion, certified personal trainer, the first ever vegan world naturals bikini pro, author of Jacked on the Beanstalk, plant-based fuel for vegan athletes, and has an ass that's out of this world. Along for the ride is Sarah, her sister, A stay-at-home mom who drives a minivan makes a mean fudge brownie, and her ass is, well, mediocre. Together, they're on a mission to live with purpose and without regret, to unlock and share the mysteries of a healthy mind, body, and spirit. To boldly go where two very different but genetically similar minds probably shouldn't go. So grab a seat in the back of Sarah's minivan, Come along for the ride.
1: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the seventh episode of the Jacked on the Beanstalk podcast. Lucky number seven. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, welcome, everybody, to the seventh episode. And we thought today we would talk about habits and some good habits versus bad habits. Sarah, what comes to mind for you when you think of habits?
2: When you say the word habit, I instantly think of bad habits. Oh, really? I don't know. Maybe that says something about my overall outlook on life.
1: Don't worry, guys. I totally see the glass half full. And I definitely think of the importance of having good daily habits when I hear the word.
2: To be perfectly serious, as a giant nerd, I I am obsessed with uh, routine. And uh, I am a very habitual person. Everything in my life has to be uh, routine and habits.
1: But why then do you instantly think of bad habits?
2: I think you just sort of always hear about bad habits. You know, don't, don't bite your fingernails. Don't pick your nose.
1: Tell me about your bad
2: habits. Well, I think I've conquered most of my bad habits. The only one I can't seem to break is the, the lure of desserts and sugar.
1: Mm, hear that, sister. I too would say that's probably one of my worst uh, current bad habits, that and my severe coffee and gum addiction.
2: Oh, and I forgot to mention gum and coffee. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but I'm definitely a lot worse than you are.
2: Yeah, for sure, for sure.
1: I've uh, literally been a daily consumer of coffee for at least 20 years. If you only knew how much decaf, coffee, dandelion blend, uncoffee, like all that brown shit, and I'm drinking it all the time.
2: You're just full of shares today,
1: aren't you? Yeah, and it kind of feels freeing to share all of our dirty little habits on the air, doesn't it?
2: Well, yeah, I think it's a lot easier uh, when you're talking about gum and coffee as opposed to what our bed habits maybe used to be.
1: (laughs) Silence.
2: (laughs) We'll just give you a moment to wonder.
1: All right. And on that note, let's talk about some of our daily good habits. So, Sarah, what are some of the things that you do without fail every single day that contribute to your overall health and well-being?
2: Did I mention coffee?
1: (laughs) Yes. Amen to that. I
2: would have to say stretching.
1: Ooh, good one. Yes. Even I'm bad for that, though. And I'm a friggin' trainer who preaches the importance of stretching to all of my clients ad nauseum. So that's good. I'm proud of you for saying that.
2: Yeah. Well, your body is probably a lot more forgiving than mine and can afford to skip stretching as opposed to uh, my raggedy bag of bones. I have the arthritis, eh? Um <laughs> Yeah, whereas Sam is the picture of health and vitality, I'm the picture of spoilage and decay. <laughs> uh, actually, no, there's another one of my daily habits, my uh, morning smoothie.
1: Go us, me too. And if anybody's uh, wondering what we're talking about, I have a recipe, my morning matcha protein mm. smoothie on my blog. And I think we talk about it a lot. Yeah, because I, we- I, I, I love
2: that friggin smoothie. <laughs>
1: I also make sure to do some form of exercise in the morning, but rather than stretching, I do cardio.
2: I also try to get my cardio done in the morning, too.
1: And would you say um, most of your never fail everyday habits always happen within the first hour or two of your day?
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, I pretty much spend the rest of my day running around like a well-oiled mom machine catering to the needs of my youngins.
1: So I'm sure then that you would also agree that your morning routine definitely sets the tone for how your entire day is going to go.
2: Yeah, no, I actually, I notice a difference in my mood for sure on the days when for whatever reason I haven't had time for stretching or cardio.
1: Yeah. And I think for me and most habitual people, I'm looking at Erin, our producer right now, because she was just telling us that she... Is not habitual in any way, shape, or form. (laughs) For sure, just knowing exactly how your morning is gonna go, it gives you a sense of power and you end up feeling in control. And when you feel in control, you also tend to experience less anxiety and stress. Because of this, I definitely always seem to have a more productive day.
2: Damn, you really nailed that. Yeah, I like the, uh, I agree with you with the in control. And stress, for sure. If I don't get up early and have that little routine, I definitely feel more stressed because I I feel like I'm automatically shot into that fight or flight state where it's all about getting shit done and panic mode.
1: I'm not even an organized freak like you are. But for me, just having a set morning routine means that I can focus on myself and accomplishing all of my goals. And when you do each day right, Sarah, you do life right. So yeah, my number one piece of advice, really try and have the first 90 minutes of your day vary as little as possible by sticking to a solid routine. Remember, like we only have a certain amount of energy and willpower to disperse throughout the day. Every single day, we're constantly bombarded with choices and decisions to make. And if you're forced to make a whole bunch of those choices and decisions first thing in the morning, that aren't even really important ones. Like, for instance, what are you going to have for breakfast? Well, morning smoothie, obviously. And what are you going to wear to work? You know, choose your clothes the night before so it's all said and done. That honestly really affects the bigger, more important decisions that you're going to make later in the day.
2: Ooh, I like that line about uh, having a certain amount of energy and willpower to make decisions with. I never really thought about that.
1: You'll probably find this interesting as well, but Mark Zuckerberg, the creator of Facebook, did you know that he wears the exact same gray t-shirt every single day?
2: I did not know that.
1: He said the reason he does this is to avoid mental fatigue. So he wears the same shirt because it's easy and it involves no thought or energy whatsoever. And doing this allows him to put all of his attention and his brain power on the far more important shit, like running a multi billion dollar company. Well, that's also
2: interesting that the creator of Facebook, a.k.a. the biggest time waster I can think of, (laughs) is talking about saving brain power for the important things in the day.
1: There's also another bad habit of mine. I definitely waste uh, way too much time on Facebook when I probably should be writing client plans or blog posts. So on that note, I think it's also very important that we pick habits that we actually want to to incorporate into our lives and not just the ones we think we should incorporate because our friends are doing them or because our our amazing vegan coach told us to or because media is, is telling us to do them.
2: Yeah, that's why I'm still addicted to sugar. Who wants to give up sugar? Yeah. It's delicious.
1: I'm also a fan of that sweet, sweet nectar from the gods. Damn delicious. (laughs) (laughs) But would you not say that the longer you work for me at Jacked on the Beanstalk and the more you learn about proper vegan health and nutrition, I would say you're definitely incorporating some small changes and healthier baking and uh, maybe less of those sugar binges into your life.
2: Yeah, I, I was merely making a joke about putting habits you actually want into your life. In an ideal world, baked goods would provide all the necessary nutrients for survival. Mm
1: -hmm. Hear that? For me, peanut butter would have zero calories.
2: Wait, peanut butter has calories? Uh, Yeah, what about that powdered shit you eat all the time? It sure tastes like it has no calories and maybe a little bit of poison.
1: (laughs) Actually, it tastes pretty damn good and doesn't contain any poison. In fact, that giant tub of the in your cupboard contains far more poison and chemicals and trans fats than my PB2 powdered peanut butter.
2: (laughs) And it doesn't stop you from eating it by the fistful every time you come over.
1: Yes, it's delicious. I admit it. And who am I trying to kid? I guess my point is that none of us are ever going to be perfect with our little daily routine and getting rid of every bad habit isn't going to happen overnight. Just like I advise all my clients to do, you got to start small. So incorporating small incremental changes over time is what will essentially put your willpower on autopilot. In order to form good habits that actually become part of your daily life, there has to be a trigger, a behavior, and a reward. And I believe this is called the habit loop. So if we're talking about peanut butter, the trigger is me wanting that sweet, satisfying peanut buttery deliciousness taste in my mouth, Sarah. We have a thing with peanut butter. (laughs) I think a lot of people do. So as I was saying, in order to form good habits that actually become part of your everyday life, there's got to be a trigger, a behavior and a reward. So sticking with the peanut butter theme, the trigger is me wanting peanut butter in my mouth so the behavior part of the habit loop is keeping the peanut butter out of the house because currently me eating peanut butter in the copious amounts that I do is a bad habit, but I'm wanting to turn it into a good habit. So I keep it out of the house and instead I stock up on my powdered peanut butter. And then when I'm triggered to really want to satisfy that chocolate PB craving, I will make something that's a healthier version. So I'll do my chocolate protein pudding, which is just a scoop of purely inspired chocolate protein powder, and I'll mix it up with some water and some powdered PB, and then the reward of this little habit loop is getting that, so I still feel satisfied. And again, I am all about balance and moderation. And yes, I do write meal plans for a living and I help people with their dieting and exercise programming. But I also know that any kind of strict diet is not sustainable long-term. So I would rather focus on adding positive thoughts and foods and behaviors into our lives and ones that we can actually stick to rather than taking unhealthy foods or negative thoughts or behaviors away. I realized for me personally um, that peanut butter was a binge food, so I stopped buying it and not keep it in my cupboards. And instead of banning myself from eating it ever again, I replaced it with a healthier substitute because powdered peanut butter, I love the taste of it, and it's like 80% less fat. And then I'll allow myself to eat a little bit of the good shit when I go to your place or mom and dad's. This is something that I suggest to my clients is just make the rule that you cannot eat the peanut butter by itself. So you can have the PB, but you just can't dig into the jar with the spoon. (laughs) Instead, you're going to portion it out and you're going to eat it with some celery slices or an apple, or you're going to glob it on top of some chocolate protein pudding like I do when I eat it at your place and mom and dad's. And when you apply this method, you're able to break those bad habits. You know, we can apply this to basically anything. Another example would be if you aren't a big vegetable eater, but you know how good those veggies are for you. Again, start small. Don't try to tackle on, you know, suddenly I'm getting rid of every bad thing in my house and just eating, you know, tofu and, and vegetables all day long. Start serving the veggies with whatever your guilty pleasure foods are, And just make sure that the veggies are included and that they make up the majority of your meal. So for instance, if you love roasted potatoes, you could make a big plate of roasted veggies and include some potatoes in there, but also throw down some mushrooms or peppers and zucchini, tomatoes, onions, asparagus, any eggplant, whatever other veggies you are open to trying. And then you're still getting that satisfaction, but you're also getting a lot of... Of good stuff in there too. I love oatmeal. It's something that I always want every day and I usually will, will have it before my workouts, my weight training in the evening. But instead of eating the giant bowl of oatmeal that I would like to eat... I will have just a quarter cup to half a cup of some dried oats and then I'll grate half a zucchini into it to create more volume. So, it tricks my mind into thinking I'm eating more oatmeal and I, Aaron is like losing your shit. I don't
2: find it repulsive, but Aaron sure does. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but it, it becomes more nutrient-dense and satiating because I call this volume eating. So, you're still getting that little bit of carbs, but I'll, I'll you know grate half a zucchini into it. You don't even taste it. I swear, Aaron, you do not even taste it. Give it a try. Okay. And, and I'll add some powdered peanut butter to that and then some cinnamon. And that is honestly my favorite meal of the entire day.
2: Guess what's for lunch today, Aaron? <laughs> Zotes.
1: A zucchini oatmeal. I'm familiar. That's how I, I do it. and And, you know, it doesn't have to feel like diet food. It's something I honestly look forward to. And now I can't even imagine eating oatmeal without zucchini in it.
2: Well, that's like my smoothie. I mean, again, with the smoothie. No, (laughs) I love that smoothie. I mean, it's it's super healthy. It's full of greens. You know, you have a bit of sweetness from the fruit. It's totally satisfying. I could honestly drink one of those like three times a day. Actually, I had two yesterday.
1: That's actually another good way to get some extra greens into your diet. Like I said earlier, I don't put any fat in mine. And the only carbs is a bit of berries, but I will load mine up with uh, frozen spinach, a little baby cucumber. I'll throw some parsleys, which has uh, good de-bloating effects. And then I'll throw mm. fresh ginger. So, yeah, I add, obviously, a scoop of protein powder in there and then uh, some water, almond milk. And you've got yourself one hell of a healthy breakfast smoothie, which fits into your solid morning routine. Oh, so nicely. Chances are you're going to have better habits when you surround yourself with a positive, like-minded support system. Sarah, does does that make you feel blessed and grateful for anyone in particular when I talk about this?
2: Unfortunately, (laughs) no one can see me rolling my eyes right now except for Aaron. (laughs) Yeah, no, seriously, it is a blessing. Well, um, speaking of baking, uh, I made some yummy like little banana oat balls that's not what they were called, Um, that I was so excited about hoping that they could be something my sweet tooth could turn to. So I sent Sam the recipe for her thoughts. And in her reply, she told me like the changes required for them to be considered healthy. And I responded with, so remove all taste and enjoyment then?
1: (laughs) Uh, It's also important that we build those good habits our own way So Sarah, I like that you brought up the uh, oat banana balls Because yeah, if you want some chocolate chips and extra oats inside of your banana bites Then you go girl (laughs) <laughs>
2: oh, I did. I did. Yeah. And good. they're they're long gone.
1: <laughs> Atta girl. And I think that's a good place to end today's podcast. Two big must do habits on my daily schedule are, of course, hitting the gym and writing my beloved client plans. And I really do pride myself on not only writing vegan, nutrition, and training plans, but also providing my clients with a joy and inner peace plan. It's very important, and so when I do write my meal plans, I will provide suggested macros for my clients, but then I'll also give them a very set meal plan. So it's, hey, this is what I would eat based on your goals, but here's the macros if you wanna be flexible and, you know, and add some variety. So for anybody interested in working with me as your coach, one-on-one, online or in person, if you're in Ottawa, Ontario, feel free to hit up jackedonthebeanstalk.com and check out what kind of services I offer. And you get uh, Sarah's check-ins as well. And of course, if you enjoy our podcast, we would be forever grateful if you would leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, Unfortunately, you do need to leave a review from your laptop or computer I've discovered. You can't do it from your phone. Next time you're on your laptop it would be amazing and greatly appreciated if you could open up iTunes, search for Jacked on the Beanstalk, the podcast in the iTunes store. And then after you click open our podcast, you can leave a review or rating there. And I'm including these instructions because I did have somebody message me recently saying that they were trying to leave a review and they couldn't figure it out.
2: Yes, there are other people like me out there
1: or you could always leave a comment on um, the blog posts for each episode at jackedonthebeanstalk.com if you want. And hey, we're still looking for topic ideas or any questions that you guys want answered. Uh, on that note, huge thanks to Aaron Flynn, our producer, for uh, making this all happen for us and sound ever so professional. And Sarah, how should we conclude today's episode
2: i chose taking care of business because it's sort of about you know the daily routine
1: all right let's do this taking care of business by who
2: is it bto what is it, it bachman turner overdrive yeah it's Sounds a classic right. come on yeah. well you get up every morning, morning. from your alarm <laughs> clocks morning take <to> the 8
1: <laughs> 15 into,
2: into the, the city.
0: city
2: there's a whistle up above well, and people pushing people shoving and, and the girls who, who try to look pretty and if your train's on time, you can get to work by, by nine, nine and start your slaving job to get your pay. If, if you, you ever get annoyed, annoyed look, look at, at me. Sam. She's self-employed. I'm self-employed. Yeah, she loves to work at nothing, nothing all, day. all day. Searching <laughs> Facebook,
1: <laughs> and, I'll and I'll be, be taking care, care of business, business every day. Taking care of business Every way Taking care of business It's all ours Taking care of business And working overtime Work out like I do every day (laughs) Get those good habits done Solid morning routine Thanks everybody and we will be back next week Woo!